everybody, and welcome back to the All Eyes Are On You podcast. This is the Big Brother podcast where we take a look at all the news from inside the house, try to give you some of that sweet, sweet context to figure it all out, because it's a crazy Big Brother house. I'm sure you can attest to that, Jackie. Uh, in this episode, we will be rewatching and discussing season 18, episodes 15 through 18, um, which that is including the uh, Friday Battleback episode. Uh, we kind of toyed around um, with whether uh, we would put it in the last podcast or this one. And I think you'll see why we put it in this one. Yeah, because uh, nothing happened. Yeah, true. <laughs> it is day 37 through 44 in the house. And if you have not watched the show up until this point, we will be spoiling it. So just a heads up. Yeah, so uh, if you haven't watched it too late, I'm going to spoil it really quick. I'm going to do a quick <laughs> recap. Well, so let, let's talk about the first 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 episode of our segment here, which is the very special episode. I, I'm sorry. I love saying very special episode. There's a very <laughs> special episode that broadcast on Friday after the eviction. And it was basically just the battle back. Um, and they showed all of the clips of former house guests being evicted that were evicted and how they competed against each other in competitions. And to make it short, Victor was victorious. Yeah, but honestly, though, like, um, good on Victor because uh, he pulled it out like four competitions. Nice, <laughs> nice job. Amazing. Uh, one one thing that I noticed, though, is that um, all the competitions used the very same sets from the previous HOH competitions. And, mm -hmm. if, and if you paid attention, you would have caught on to that. And so I assume that they probably filmed these shortly after the HOH competition that night. Uh, and that's how they uh, they did that. So, the, yeah, that makes sense because they they already have this set up. And all that means is that there's a delay in them breaking down the sets. And so to the house guests, it doesn't really cause major suspicion because right. anytime they're on lock major lockdown and it takes so so long they always like you know they're in the house guessing that oh this has got to be a big comp this is going to be endurance this is going to be something you know because right. they because it takes so long for them to be able to go outside and i've noticed that the show you know year by year they get less and less outdoor time. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. crazy. I don't know how they handle it. I know. Yeah, I would go insane if I couldn't go outside and, you know. Well, I yeah. mean, I, I, I guess I guess that's kind of not true because I because I like to stay inside with my tech <laughs> stuff. But considering but that they can't considering that they can't bring tech that. stuff in. Yeah, yeah you exactly. Don't have that and all you have is these people on your butt all day long right. there's no yeah no personal space yeah exactly so in that so case someone wants right. to tell a terrible story about what it was like when they were in college or something you've got to listen to it yep <laughs> that, that's very true uh two quick things i'll i'll, I'll point out is that Glenn's poison berry. I just missed uh, Jose's thing. Oh. Like that was so painful. I I wanted Glenn to win so bad. But, I did too. I yeah. did too. And speaking of those old stories of people that that you have to listen to, I think Glenn. Like I've said before, I think Glenn would be amazing to have in the house to listen to. Just yeah. To, 
Yeah, yeah, because you know that man's got some stories. Oh, you know? yeah, especially being <laughs> uh, being a uh, NYPD uh, uh, deputy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right in Brooklyn and and uh, the dog groomer and just yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, he, no, he kept I'm, that. He kept that up secret, though. But still, I mean, yeah. turns out fifty is not the new twenty. So yeah, according to Jose, anyway. <laughs> also, <laughs> did you notice in the uh, the rave competition, like the one with Victor and Tiffany? Uh, did you notice that? Um, I I. I because the first time when I watched it, hearing that, you know, Fruit Loop Dingus Night and Shine Bright Like a Frankie, those references, like, yeah. if um, the first time through, totally would have went through my head. Now, oh, that's true. It, now makes so much more sense. <laughs> yes, yes. <clears throat> See, I think one day you're going to really like saying, yeah, Jackie, I think you did pick a good season to start off. And it wasn't the best. Like I like because we started off with the uh, in our rewatch um, season 16. Am I right? Yeah. yeah the, mm-hmm. anyway. And I just feel like it's kind of sets the tone like it, it, as far as like, you know, there's one half of Big Brother and then it, it gets to a point where they they've they do several like all stars and then they kind of move into a, a, th- a second segment. And then I think this is more into the third, into the fourth of, right. of the generation of like who are the major stars, you know, of of Big Brother. Like a lot of people know who Nicole is, but. There are far less of them right now that know who Janelle is. And Janelle was the number one, you know, <laughs> a blonde bombshell, as she called, you know, everyone yeah. called her, uh, you know, star of the show. So, you know, and yeah, then you and had Brittany. Brittany is kind of like ripe, you know. So, like, now why am I rating blondes? What's wrong with me? Come on. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, I don't know. That I, <laughs> no, I mean, that goes to show. I've still got more. Uh, I've still got more to watch. So. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you yeah, do. If, uh, those of you who have been listening to the podcast know that uh, I've got a lot of ground to cover still. But uh, hey, but that's for I another start, day. Did I start this off saying I'm doing a quick run through of the recap? Yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> well, that didn't anyway, happen. Ha- yeah. However, James won HOH, and he nominated Bridget and Frank. Uh, Michelle, Davon, and Nicole were picked to play in the veto competition along with James, Bridget, and Frank. Michelle won. <laughs> Big and- Meech. Which, by the way, uh, those of you who were uh, listening to our last podcast heard that Big Meech reference. I think this is the first time we actually heard that reference on the show. So. Oh, yeah. Right. As they were ro- rooting for her, Davon and um, uh, Zakia, I believe. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh, I can't wait to talk about that that veto comp. Um, and after or before great heartache, <laughs> Michelle decides to keep the nominations the same. Mm-hmm. But also this week we have two new twists. Uh, one which really gets you know revealed at the very end of the of the actual week, but. We have won the round uh, round trip ticket and the care package, and we'll go into those a little. Maybe not so much the care package. Uh, yeah. That's one where we find out that at this point forward, America can vote on who they want to send a care package to. And you know, and I recall that this was actually a, more fun than you would think, as mm-hmm. far as a viewer who would vote, because you know. Oh, 
each person could only get one care package. So you would have to think in advance. Mm-hmm. Well, the first one, and what, what we know right now is the first one is a um, is a, a never, never not pass. Not, yeah. Right. And so you have to think about that. Who do you really want to give that to? Do you want to give it to your favorite or do you want to hang on a little while and maybe give them some kind of like diamond power veto or, you know, as everyone says. But anyway, yeah. so we've got those two things. And finally, Frank was evicted by a vote of nine to zero. Yep. Mm-hmm. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> One little random point, and because I have nowhere else, I have I have no idea where else to shove this into the show. Sure, but yeah. I know somebody else out there must have noticed that you know that glitter competition they had. Well, it was a veto. I think it was a veto competition where they had yeah. to pick ingredients, and then something would explode in their face, and they were covered in glitter, and they made references to Frankie Grande. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I We're remember still- uh, I remember Paul uh, made a reference. It's like, well, now I know what uh, what Frankie would look like if he had a beard. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we're still seeing that glitter everywhere. And I'm, I wanted to point it out last week, forgot this week. Nicole had it on her face. But every one of those house guests, when they've gone in the DR, you can see a little speck of glitter on their yeah. cheek. I especially Chad. notice it in uh, Paul's beard still. <laughs> oh, do you? Oh, amazing. yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's yeah, it's pretty. You can't miss it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, the H.O.H. competition that never ended. Uh, that that Ooh. is the subject of our main target this week because it lasted because for it over. Lasted. Yeah, it lasted for over seven hours. It was like six episodes, right? Six episodes, I believe, right? Because we had <laughs> special episodes this week. <laughs> That's what it seemed like, yeah. I mean, no. they must have spent a lot of money on those little, like, glow lights or something. Yeah, and those, and those effects, <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, got to get their money's worth in there. <laughs> But uh, but it lasted uh, for about seven hours, which is crazy. I mean, the sun was coming out by the time they were done and just like a typical rave. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. <laughs> uh, however, uh, what's funny is Paul was out in less than 20 minutes, which was which was hilarious. He's just like, uh, I mean, I, I think he just slipped and like your boy needed some sleep. Your, yeah, boy. your boy needed some sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> before the HOH competition, though, um, one thing that, um, that was interesting was, um, Nicole uh, was talking about, um, Victor coming back into the house. Uh, right. and I believe she was talking with, uh, Davon and one other person. I can't for the life of me remember who that person was now, but the important part was, um, uh, Nicole and Davon were talking and Davon mentions that you know, Frank, uh, that she wants to get Frank out. And mm-hmm. before the, before the HOH competition, it cuts to, again to Nicole talking to Frank and they're having a discussion about getting Davon out. I, let, let's just listen to this clip first because I got some, I got some gripes about this. Let's do it. What do you think about the getting back in? I, you know, I wanted it to be Monday or Tiffany. What were you and Dane James and are talking in the party room about? Everybody walked by. She wants to send you out before Vic. 
the feelings mutual. Hey, I'm telling you. Yeah, I know. Well, I guess Nicole answered that question for me. It was James. <laughs> Figures it'd be James. <laughs> uh, yeah. But also, you'll notice, you'll notice at the end, Nicole's like, I'm telling you, I'm not keeping it from you. And uh, Nicole, why would you give Frank more information? Why? That, that is funny. Like, it does seem like Nicole, probably more than any of the returnees, um, mm -hmm. feels more obligated to, you know, stay like in an alignment or, or to stay in a, some sort of an alliance with them, you know, because, you know, Davon, James, Nicole, Frank, they all look, they're, they're kind of looking out for each other because once they start removing the, you know, old school or the old heads, as we called them in the very beginning, mm -hmm. or as Zakia did. Once they start removing them, then, then, then it makes a bigger target on their back. So Nicole wants to keep Frank around because the, the longer Frank, I, that's the way I look at it. But yeah, she should know, like you said, no, don't give him any information. Come on. Yeah, she's just, uh, yeah, she's. She she may have good intentions, but she's not executing them well. <laughs> right, right. So in this seven hour or seven episode um, <laughs> HOH comp, it came down to basically Davon, James, and Bridget, and the, the three of them were up there on the wall. Uh, and Davon wanted to throw it to James, but not to Bridget because she um, <laughs> makes complete sense. Mm -hmm. uh, Bridget has proven that she is a loyal Frank backer. So, mm -hmm. uh, so Frank goes over and it's kind of funny to me that Frank thinks he can go over and talk to Davon and make a deal that Bridget is just going to rubber stamp for him because yeah. he's not even up there. What, what is, why does Frank, you know, this is up to Bridget. She should talk to Bridget, not Frank. But anyway, so she goes over to Davon and he tries to get her to let go by revealing that Nicole wanted her to go, you know, wanted to, to, to go after Davon right after this, like as the next main target. Mm -hmm. um, and Davon basically makes a good point that like, you know, I mean, now that you pointed this out to me, I have to hold on because right. I hope he's screwed either way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So either Frank and Bridget are going up on the block or going after her or Nicole will go after her if what Frank is saying is true. Yeah, exactly. And and to be fair, it's like, I don't know, it, it, it's a little bit like not 100 percent the truth. Like it was more just like Nicole was like, just, yeah. you know, you know, saying stuff. Yeah. Uh -huh. And uh, well, yeah, and it, it, it's kind of but it's still like. It's still incriminating to say the least. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how Davon will trust Nicole after this. And definitely Nicole, please don't trust Frank after this. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many more times, uh, you know, I don't know how many more times Nicole is going to do that. And I, I have a zing that goes with that later we'll, on. We'll, we'll save it for the zing. Save yes. it for the zing. Mm hmm. <laughs> but uh but yeah like um but but yeah i i still find it amazing that davon is not completely like you know distrusting nicole um you know right now i mean because you know davon is playing it up like she's you know 
she you know, understands yeah right that like they frank's just on his good. yeah like frank's just on his bull you know and all that stuff so you know i i, I think davon is smart i mean she has had to really pull the wool over people's eyes in this game um because she was really upset with frank with the you know slapping butt slapping and and all the all the horrible words he said you know but mm-hmm. she has tried so hard and she's going to go right through it and play a game and you know and she's kind of doing that with nicole right now by kind of making reassuring nicole that Hey, I mean, well, I'm, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. This is after the veto competition or the HOH competition's over when they discuss it. But mm-hmm. in the end of this HOH comp, before we moved, I moved too far. Um, James up there agrees that he's not going to put up Bridget or Frank on the block. You know, that's what he says at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and however, as we know, James eventually goes back on his word. Yep. And uh, he says, you know, you can always bounce checks in the Big Brother house. And that is certainly true. And we have seen things. That's that's the Mike Boogie, Uh, because I I feel like I have a strong feeling that the next episode we're going to rewatch is season 14. And yeah, that's a that's a Mike Boogie quote that you can Mm. always bounce a check in the big brother house and we've seen that like there have been countless examples where um where they promise to you know like keep them safe or whatever and then they turn around and and put them up on the block like we have seen that time and time again it's a classic big brother move and especially when you're um, when you're up on that wall for so long it's like what else are you gonna do you know because it's like otherwise you're just gonna sit up there and and you know pee your pants you know what i mean like (laughs) right like uh and and you think i'm joking but that's actually happened (laughs) oh no it has i know well one one person used it as a uh, strategy um cough cough season two dr (laughs) will Um, (laughs) wow uh but yeah so um we also see uh that frank is already trying to bring victor to his side uh remember that victor is back in the game um i think you know we should make sure that that's <laughs> apparent <laughs> is he? oh i forgot he was back yeah right but uh <laughs> but yeah frank is already you know trying to bring victor to his side because because tiffany just got evicted so now frank is back to square one all over again um yeah this is perfect for him to have yeah. someone like victor come back yeah exactly but uh your boy paul here has a master <laughs> plan uh he is he's gonna tell victor to lay low and chill because you know he says he'll he'll do basically anything that i say and uh sad part is, is that he's right let's let's listen i have to act like i'm on his side i'm gonna play like this card like um Look, man, a lot of been going down that you haven't been here. Yada, yada, yada. Do not believe that word that comes out of Frank's mouth. He's been the target for the past two weeks. Hoping that he doesn't open his mouth to Frank. Yeah. We gotta figure something out. The fact that he leached onto him that fast. No bueno. Yeah. Mm-mm. We need to nip it right away. Yeah, Frank can't be the one that he trusts. I guarantee you he will trust everything I say more than what anyone else in this house has to say because he hugged me on his way out and said thanks. He trusts me more than Frank. So y'all need to keep that curly-headed cue away from him so I can do (laughs) what I do. Damage control. 
damage control. I promise you, I will alleviate the situation. You guys just need to trust me. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> that, that was so okay, weird. Right. So we both had to laugh. You tell me first what you were laughing. I was just laughing at uh, Paul's comment about uh, Frank is curly headed. Keep you keep curly head. Um, curly headed. Yeah, yeah curly, curly headed. headed yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And that, you were that, that, you were laughing about what uh, what was that you were laughing about? I'm a, I'm a, a big niche, uh, Michelle, because you know she. I don't I don't remember her being in any way, shape, or form one of my favorite players of mm -hmm. uh, of that season. Um, however, she's now quickly in my rewatch because it always changes. I'm starting to like her more and more. Because, okay. you know, I thought about it, like, if I were in that situation and Paul was, because Paul apparently, like, I love him about this, you know, I think we mentioned it last week when we tagged him as the floater, but not really a floater. Right. He is trying to play these people. He's telling them what to do. And he's like, you know, your boy's got it. Just let me do what I'm doing. And mm -hmm. I feel like if I were in that situation, I would have giggled just like Michelle. Or I would have been smarter and kept that giggle to myself. But I would mm. have to giggle at him. <laughs> yeah. He, you know, I mean, just the way he is saying, I've got it. Let me do it. And there's more to tell of the story when we get into the secondary target. But yeah. for right now, that's yes, it's hilarious. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But uh, but Victor, man, uh, he's off to a good start. No, you know, honestly, like I kind of wanted to turn this into like a sub main target is Victor. But there's really just not a whole lot to talk about with Victor. There really and, isn't. And you know what that means? It, 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 it's he is the luckiest by far the luckiest house guest to ever be evicted from the house and return to the game and big brother history. Yeah. Never has ever anyone ever come back into the house and had the house. So already set on their next targets, mm -hmm. you know, that, I mean, if, if let's say if the roadkill had continued and, well, mm -hmm. then James would have won and it wouldn't really matter. Um, but, you know, it, it let, let's say for some reason Frank had another week where he could not be nominated. Then yeah. I think Victor would have been the number one target. And that's true. He, yeah. But in this point, like there, there's never been a place where the entire house uh, main target was at least, you know, like not getting at least two or three other people on their side. And, you know, so for, fortunately for Frank, uh, for Victor, Frank and Bridget have kind of really screwed up. Um, right. Bridget, Bridget has pushed too far, showing people, showing everyone how close she is with Frank. And, you know, Bridget's, be Bridget's best game would be to, like, yeah, sure, be in a solid alliance with Frank, but don't show that to people. Yeah. And, you know, and then Frank with telling people everything that he's won and, you know, they're, they're really kind of messing it up and they're becoming the biggest targets probably of this entire season right now. So yeah. because of that, I think Frank, Victor is like he has this second chance and he not only does he has a second chance right now, I think he has a third chance, but I think he even has like a fourth chance or. 
<laughs> no, no, but I'm, no, what I'm saying is this is his third chance because his second chance was coming back. But now his third chance is that the fact that Bridget and Frank are not are the main targets and he has uh, basically yeah. nothing mm-hmm. to worry about. Yeah. So, you know, that's a hard thing. Like if you think about like Kesar from uh, Big Brother 6, um, Kesar was voted back in by a huge, overwhelming, popular vote of six million votes. Mm-hmm. And then he, he was barely in the house for 24 hours, you know, before he gets hit again because he was the returnee and he was so popular. And yeah. we've seen that throughout Big Brother history. So, Victor, this is his I'm going to call this his third chance. And okay. Ledla, I think he's gonna have I, I think he might have more. I don't know. We'll see, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, but and, and to be honest though, it's like Paul Paul saying to Victor, like lay low, like it's honestly the truth. Like literally and all Victor is. needs to do is literally do absolutely nothing. And, and that kind of goes fine. to show that Paul is actually pretty spot on. I mean, he's yeah. able manipulate these people control them make them do what he wants just let your boy do his work and win the game and that's exactly what it sounds like these people are doing <laughs> yep mm-hmm. uh one one other thing before we move off of this uh you mentioned uh frank uh you know w- mentioning all of his winnings to everybody and everything and how that's yeah. such a bad game uh we were just talking about boogie and that was the one uh thing that boogie said um during his interview uh this week on the thursday yes. episode because they they interviewed um they interviewed who do they they interviewed uh jason i think right am i getting yeah, the name jason? right yeah jason, jason from, from season from seven yeah from last season about uh, Dave megan from and megan from last season about james because they were in a real close real uh, friend all these are real close pe- partners Right. So, yeah. And then uh, and then there was uh, Mike Boogie uh, for Frank and then and then Hayden, was... actually, Hayden. <laughs> which was kind of, which was kind of weird to see Hayden again on the uh, on the uh... <laughs> I know. And they're talking to him about the fact that it's like, you know, Corey and Nicole are now a thing. It's like that's got to be the most awkward so... thing. Yeah, but he's so sweet. He's kind of like, you know, I'm all for it. I get it. It's fine. You know, yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, I mean, that's about the best response you could ever have for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hayden looked great in that yeah. interview. But anyway, yeah. yeah, no, he did actually. <laughs> but uh, but but yeah, um, but because when Boogie said that about, um, you know, Frank, like, you know, keep not keeping his mouth shut about his right. winnings. He's telling everyone he wins the roadkill. And, the, yeah. and, and, and Boogie is absolutely right. Oh, mm-hmm. God, I just said that. Ugh. I mean, especially, I mean, you know, especially given how, like, you know, nobody trusts him. You know what I mean? Like, especially that last one when he when they when he told him like his the last one that he won. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, but uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, move on here. The secondary target um, and uh, you have it labeled as the secret room beyond the telephone. Also, yes. definitely put a U there, but you know. Secrets. Oh, that's my room. British. That, oh, that's my Britishness. I mean, it works because it's London, but still, it's like you <laughs> know. I, I'm sorry yeah. to everybody. Uh, it it is without a U. Are you calling I am out sorry. a typo? 
Are you calling yes, that a typo? I'm calling that a doc? typo. I'm that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I also spell favorite with a U all the time, and I'm so not British. I just I, I, I grew up admiring it, and so I would do it when I was like a teenager, and it came, now it's coming back to hurt me. So, <laughs> mamas, don't let your children try to write in British. Oh my God. English, British English. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's true. Uh, it's a thing. Yeah. So, uh, so let's move on to uh, let's move it on here. So to the secret room. The secret room. Yeah. But last week, though, um, last week is when we actually learned um, that there was a secret tw- uh, twist in the game, and uh, production, I, I have to assume, tried to let the house guests find the room for themselves and you know look for the clues and everything <laughs> no. and they didn't find it so <laughs> they decide to make it a little bit more easier uh, to find um and uh because you know it seems to me like they really need like production really needed them to go into this room to fulfill this part of the game you know it seems like it's pretty integral in in, in integral i i can't speak english yes, now it- but uh, but it, it seemed like it was very important for the game. I mean, I don't know, because they basically blatantly then gave it away to them. <laughs> yeah. Well, OK, so honestly, like, can we can we go ahead and just give like a impromptu because this is not our doc. But I think we need to give an impromptu uh, zing to production because mm-hmm. they set up this elaborate, wonderful like uh, treasure hunt and. Uh-huh. And then, like, I think it was supposed to be played in a way where, uh, you know, one would person would secretly find it and secretly go in the room. And then, secretly. you know, it's secretly but it'd be, because the moment it, the moment they popped that thing on the screen, like everybody was on top of everyone. So there was no secret about it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. So, yeah, um, I'll, I'll give them an impromptu zing for that. OK. <laughs> All right. So, you know, after after the veto, um, the, the house guests dis- basically notice the nice message on the uh, monitor that there are clues all around the house. And, uh, you know, like I said, I, I honestly thought this could have been a damn good con- a competition. It could have mm-hmm. been great. I would have loved it. I if I had been in the house, this is the one type of competition that I probably would have stand a, t- a chance with because mm, I do yeah. pick up on those things. I do read. I would have read that airplane. I would have seen that it said call Paris the moment I walked into the house, you know. Mm, yeah. Um, and then I would have instantly have known to call them. There's a phone right there. Dial in the um the the lettering do do people not know that like is that not a thing like is that like i mean i know i'm only like a year older than you but like (laughs) but do do you think that like people younger like than the both of us do you think that they don't know that telephones have a keypad for yeah i mean i don't know because yeah you've got uh you've got people who are you know i mean because i a lot of the people that are in um, the house at that time, and even now, it's like they're so used to smartphones these days, and that's you know, what I was thinking. And no one, and no one calls anyone anymore. So it's like, you know, it, I, I, I remember, I, I would, I would, I've seen like old television 
uh, commercials from like, you know, the early 90s, 2000s, that type of that time. And they have yeah. those phone numbers like that all the time. And honestly, too, it's like that's what I thought. Yeah. And but and whereas with people that are, you know, particularly that age, you know, they're not used to seeing that all the time. I don't think. I don't think it's, I don't know that it's an age thing. I just think what the hell is wrong with these people? <laughs> yeah, which I will uh, take the opportunity to say that we have one of our own. Uh, if you want to leave a voicemail, nine, seven, eight, all eyes. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Little uh, little hint about that. Uh, that phone number. Uh, little inside scoop is that um, I uh, I was just trying to get that uh, number sequence. So if you're looking for a particular number sequence, uh, put that into uh, Google Voice and yeah. uh, whatever area code it spits out, you know, I, just I think. Take it. Yeah, I think they I think there was actually um, multiple um area codes that i could have um that i could have picked but 978 seemed like you know good for podcasting you know saying no it. that that is a very true thing and i think a lot of people out there that are listening to us probably have thought about doing their own podcast and kind of me coming up that sort of thing um yeah that's exactly what you should do if you want to have a telephone number is get a google voice number that you assign um because i did one like for by the way i just want to like uh, um, a shameless plug mm -hmm. um i do have a podcast it's called lawyer up podcast and it's about the better call Saul show mm -hmm. um and i picked one that had a uh um an arizona area code because i wanted to have one of the multiple area codes that they because they better call Saul um and even breaking bad they're really good about putting telephone numbers in there that actually work so yeah. any anytime you watch that show if you see a telephone number call it yeah there's a and thank a, me later yeah and 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 to go along with my uh with my streams we do jackbox and uh there's a g game called uh patently stupid i think it's on party pack five and it okay. has a phone number listed on there and it turns out we found out if you call that number it actually um it actually goes through and says this is jackbox games <laughs> and it's like oh, yeah so sweet. it's a yeah. so it's a real number yeah so, yeah anyway yeah, nice little, that's a, nice such little a side, side note. Um, yeah, yeah, but, it's good. Uh, it's good. It's good. Yeah. It makes people feel connected, right? Do you yeah, feel exactly. Let us but, know. Yeah. Call yeah, us you, at nine seven nine seven eight all eyes. And and the other thing too, the, the um, you were saying uh, you were specifically getting an Arizona area code. Yeah, the area code has nothing to do with anything. So let's move back to the secondary target. Your boy, your boy Paul. <laughs> You know, he seems to be picking this up more than others. Um, signs around the house include Paris departing now. Um, and Paul notices the like the tiny windows in the in the plane that sp spell out call Paris. And he's looking for the, the, the flight that's departing now. He looks up on the screen. It's Paris. It says call Paris. And so by monopolizing the phone booth, Paul figures it out and it runs to the t the red tunnel to the secret destination. Yeah. Shh. And Paul is doing his best to keep uh, Frank and Bridget away from the phone because, yeah. you know, because Paul and Frank, uh, by the way, just had like a big blow up in the uh, kitchen. Or rather, it was kind of just Paul getting on Frank's nerves, honestly, because there really wasn't anything to, you know, 
you know, Paul just wanted to get under Frank's skin at this point because the only thing Paul had against him was like, I could be put up on the block. Like, that was basically the gist of the conversation. <laughs> yeah, I, I almost feel like Paul was kind of doing this in a way as also to protect Victor. Because uh, yeah, he, that's true. Paul, more than anyone, was pushing the fact that we've got to get out Frank and Bridget. You know, mm-hmm. that they are the targets. We've got to get them out. And so it, it kind of almost made sense that he did that. Um, I don't know. Um yeah, no, I'm not saying it wasn't um, warranted, but yeah, it was kind of uh, kind of a weird argument nonetheless. Oh, no, absolutely. Um, so then uh, Paul makes his way through the tunnel into the room. He finds a ticket uh, back into the game if the holder of the exact tick- round trip ticket is uh, evicted. So Paul uh, hilariously, and I wanted this to be a zing. But Paul mm-hmm. Hilarious pretends that the game is over. Uh, everyone, come follow me downstairs. Come on. No, leave the phone booth. Come on downstairs. Let me explain. And he can't answer the questions about what code he entered. And so mm-hmm. immediately everyone knows um, that something up is up. So please, would you please do the honor, the zing honor? Zing! <laughs> there we go speaking of his attempt to cover that up was awful <laughs> yeah it was speaking of zings let's actually get into the part where we All do right, zings fine. and do okay. zing of the week we might as zing. well <laughs> yeah we might as well yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah let's go ahead and get into it so um uh we were just talking about uh you know frank and uh nicole having that conversation and you know it's like why would you give frank more information and uh you know when frank um obviously you know exposes that conversation with nicole like nicole has just had it like you know, I, you know, she is she's she says I'm done with this. This uh, I'm no longer working with Frank. I feel like I've given Frank like 10 chances at least. And this is the last straw. I will never trust him again, ever. <laughs> but here's the problem. Like, how many times has Nicole like how many times is she's going to let Frank screw her over? Because. She said that this is the final straw more than once. Yeah. Uh, Here's a clip from two weeks ago. Any impulse at all that I had to work with Frank is completely gone. I have no desire to work with him moving forward. I feel like I've given him like 20 chances and this is this is the last straw. But is it, Nicole? Is it really? (laughs) Dude, I want to give you full credit here. Because you were the one who pointed this out to me earlier when we were going over our show doc. Because I had no idea that she basically said the same thing in the DR. Yeah, this was this was two weeks ago when um, when Frank and uh, Nicole, <laughs> like when Frank was trying to get an alliance together with Nicole, Corey and Bridget yeah. and like one other person. And uh, and yeah, and and then this was when Mich- he, you know, told Michelle too much and Michelle ratted um, ratted out Nicole to Davon. And yeah, anyway, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to jump to Nicole's defense here that. OK, I feel like with her situation here is that she really wanted to help the veterans out. She really wanted to work as hard as she could for either Davon, Frank 
or James. Um, mm-hmm. is, are there more of them? I nope, feel like there's it. more. <laughs> and they, I feel like she wanted to work with them and help them out. And so I think that if this was just some like other house guests like Paul or Victor or somebody else, I don't think she would have tried as hard. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I mean, I, to, to give Nicole a little bit of credit here. OK, um, fair enough. But, you know, I mean, she she. Yeah, well, I don't want to jump ahead. I was going to say, she, you know, she doesn't need him. She doesn't need Frank. She doesn't need any of these people. She's going to yeah. do all right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, for Nicole letting um, Frank screw her over so many times, I'm going to give her a zing. <gasps> okay. She would probably appreciate that. And because now she and I and you and the rest of us, we can all move on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, so let's move into this next one. So, uh, Big Meech, right? Remember, uh, remember when I said a couple weeks ago, uh, to put that quote of, um, you know, her saying this, that rope was almost as sensitive as Tiffany. Remember, remember when I told you to put that in the back of your mind? Well, this is where, um, the Mich- the Michelle crying uh, begins. Uh, from from here on out, we're gonna be seeing probably a few times uh, Michelle bawling her eyes out at God knows what. <laughs> and uh, this time, the first time that we see her uh, do this, she is absolutely crying that Frank is gonna be getting sent home, basically because of her, because she won the veto. Um. Yeah. And honestly, though, like you were mentioning this to me earlier, it's like, you know, Frank was almost able to convince Michelle to use the veto on him. Uh, I think so. And uh, and the reason that is the case, too, is because um, and I'm going to add a side thing to this one. Uh, Michelle being so nasty to Bridget uh, because she had a crush on Frank. Yeah. Like, what is going on here? Like, I, I mean, you, like. If, if if I'm being ignorant here, please inform me, Jackie. But it seems to me like, you know, th- this is about as the this is about the most petty girl fight I've seen. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what uh, some of us women do. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't. Oh, yeah. Um. Well, anyways, but with Michelle, I think. With Michelle, you know, because I'm constantly, you know, you always got to think about, you know, you have to be objectionable, you know, like you can't just come in, you know, you think of what you think and then you think, how can I be, you know, objectionable? Mm -hmm. So um, I would think with Michelle that, you know, she, she, he was, he picked her, you know, when, when they did those team picks in the very, very beginning, you Mm -hmm. know, to ride the rocket, Um, And he said, I picked her because she said she was a big fan. So apparently, you know, at that point, you know, I guess Michelle thought there might be something to that. Yeah. Um, Little did she know that he would he would like form a stronger alliance with Bridget. Yeah. Um, And yeah, this does feel like and I don't know. I'm not going to I'm not going to say it's Michelle or Bridget. Because Bridget is acting so bizarre in this scenario with this entire house. 
yeah. you know, you know, because she's she's so aligned herself with Frank that I don't want to put the blame on Michelle here in any way. And I don't want to put the blame on Bridget. But sometimes girls don't get along. And uh, yeah, yeah, not. No, I mean, I'm sorry. Let me take that back. Not just sometimes. A lot of the times, girls mm. don't get along, and it's a sh- it's a shame. It's so sad. Yeah. Um, but you know, put them in this like pressure cooker that is the Big Brother house. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly what's going on here. Is that Michelle doesn't like Bridget. Bridget is like Bridget is in her mind. I I think has interfered with her uh, in her her attempt to sway over Frank because right. yeah um because she's not the cabbage patch kid mm-hmm. and that's what it all comes down to i don't know yeah i mean yeah well and and that's the thing too it's like that's the only thing michelle like it's not even game related that michelle doesn't like bridget it's literally just for that you know what i mean it's like come on it's like i would i would understand it if it was something game related oh, god but... dude if i could count how many times that's i've interfered or inter or or been involved in or or witnessed witnessed with my friends my female friends how they get crappy to each other when the guy comes around it's yeah in mm. I, th- I don't know i think i th- i think this is something that's a dying a thing that's dying out like yeah over time but yeah that, yeah honestly hopefully because we should all be nice to each other why not no we should and especially women I mean, come on, girls. We need to be nicer to each other all around. You know? Yeah. Um, I one, one last thing that I'll mention about this, too, is like the fact that, you know, I mentioned that she was regretting winning the veto and because she knows that Bridget is her number one target. It's like she's uh, terrified. Yeah. She's like, uh, you think? <laughs> I think. Yeah, I feel like at this point that it, it, and it, it's it's escalated to a point where Michelle is terrified by the fact that maybe she's been a little bit of me, a little mean to Bridget. Yeah. And so. You know, because she, she, because I, there was one quote, quote, and I wish I had the sound clip for it, but I wish I had that where Bridget, um, said, no, Michelle said to Bridget when they were in the bathroom together, she said, I've been nice to you. I, I've been nice to you as some, sometimes, or I've been, you know, like occasionally I've been nice to you. Um, but yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, oh, but uh, but that's not yeah. the only zing we have on Michelle here. Zing! <laughs> no, we don't. No, we don't. Um. All right. So, I, I don't. Oh, I wish my name wasn't next to this one, <laughs> but it is because I wrote it. Um. But you know, during uh, Michelle, uh, during the the Ota veto competition, there were a few things. Okay. So number one. You know, Michelle responding, what? To Otev, or what? To Otev. What? Yeah. She's like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's one. Um, Her hitting her her face first as she fell down the slide. Ouch. That's that's not one I want to give her, but I do want to give to production for playing that over and over. And then they use that as their comeback of her Mm. falling down. But then after she fell down, Frank later like pretended to be concerned 
that it was because, you know, her head was bleeding, but she had actually just dyed her hair red. And uh, which I don't get as to why you would dye your hair and leave the hair dye in your hair. Um, she must have been doing that like on the spot and then found out it was a water thing and she mm. knew water was going to be in her hair. And so she just kept it in because, you know, it, it would just be diluted by the constant like crap that's going to go in her hair. <laughs> but finally, after all that, I want to get a, give a zing to everyone else because she won. She actually won a competition after all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not, I, I don't know if this surprised anyone else as much as, you know, or the viewers, but, um, yeah, this, uh, this definitely like was a victory for her that she got through that and, uh, won and yeah. was able to make the, all the, dis- the, dis- the decisions after that, like with, with Frank and do all of her manipulation with Frank, which I don't think she did. Uh, but yeah, there you go. So I don't know who this zing exactly goes to, but let's give it one so we can end it. Yeah, let's give it. Zing! <laughs> all right. So let's uh, let's go over. Uh, I've got some quick zings to do, do here because uh we got some uh, I got some battle back uh, zings that I want to give here. So since this is the final chance I'm going to get to uh, to uh, to give this zing, I'm going to do it because Jose is still on this Messiah BS. Like, come on, drop it already, Jose. We get it. You're you're handsome and wonderful. All right. Stop it. <laughs> zing! Uh, and then the the one last battle bag zing here. Um, uh, Bronte uh says that I mean I guess honesty doesn't get you far in the Big Brother house, and and the the reasoning for that zing is like why do people think that like you know like why are people so hung up on honesty here? Like the whole point of the game is to get the five hundred thousand dollars. So there's gonna be dishonesty and backstabbing. Like that's literally Big Brother. Like. That is the game. What do you expect it's going to be? You know, like, yeah. Uh, so it's like every time I, I want to give a zing every time I hear someone say, like, I thought honesty could get people somewhere. It's like, yeah, but this isn't this no. is Big Brother. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> zing! All right. Finally, uh, one quick one. Um, so do you remember when James called the house meeting? I remember. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he called a house meeting. Everyone showed up. They all sat down, and they were like, "All right, so what's this house meeting about?" And James, James is completely silent. And I just want to say that I thought that he was going to immediately stand up and go, "Oh, oh, hey, psych guys! I thought that you know I would get you all in here." Uh, see if I could, <laughs> just another you know. james prank again <laughs> yeah yeah however it wasn't much of a house meeting so give the zing any angle you want yep zing! yep <laughs> i i'm literally just gonna give it a zing for the fact that it like there it, there wasn't any <laughs> substance to it nothing no, all, no, it, all no. it was was just a referendum on frank saying like hey stop trying to campaign that's all yeah, it was it, 
Well, you you pointed out that you thought that maybe he did it just to kind of really break up that like talk of Michelle using the veto because they yeah. were all scared because they kind of know that Michelle has got a little thing for Frank and yeah. you know leave her alone for too long in that safari room and you know where we're we gonna go so yeah, yeah absolutely. But uh, all, all right. right, I think I think we've gone on long enough. I think it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> so, uh, Jackie, where can we find you online? Um, you can find me on the Twitters. I'm at Jackie Hearn 81. But more importantly, where can we find you these days? Yeah. Really? Well, we also we also heard about the lawyer lawyer up podcast, too. So, hey, check it out. Well, that could be a thing. Yeah. Uh, but lawyer you can podcast on iTunes. Yeah. Yeah, you can yeah. Or anywhere. You can find it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but you can follow me on Twitch. I live stream every Wednesday night at 1130 and Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. That's over at twitch.tv slash Wscott is one. And uh, the new season of Fortnite has just come out. And um, uh -oh. when we're recording this, I don't know how well it's going to go, uh, but I hope that it goes well. Um, you'll know you'll know. Uh, You'll know what I think about it by the time this episode comes out. But uh, but yeah, the exciting stuff uh, coming up in the world of Battle Royale. So if you want to check that out, that's on Wednesday nights at 1130. And of course, game night on Friday night. Like I alluded to earlier, we play Jackbox every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. So it's always a lot of fun. You can also follow me on Twitter. I'm at Wscott is one. And if you want to give us a feedback, there are um, several ways to do so. You can uh, leave us a tweet over at, at all eyes are on you. That is our Twitter account. If you want to follow the show over there, you can send us an email feedback at all eyes are on you dot show. And like I mentioned earlier, you can leave us a voicemail at 978 all eyes. That, of course, is for those of you who are young and don't understand uh, the letters to numbers conversion. <laughs> 978-255-3937. I don't think it has anything to do with age. I, I... <laughs> Either yeah. way. Either way. <laughs> okay. But uh, but visit our website if you want to see previous episodes, show notes, and more over at alleyesareonyou.show. And uh, while you're over there, uh, pick a podcast platform of choice. There's there's plenty out there. Um, there's uh, there's iTunes and Apple Podcasts, like I mentioned, like we mentioned before. You know, there's Spotify, Stitcher. There's all kinds of uh, of different places to subscribe. Um, I just got us approved on uh, Breaker. If so, if you like the Breaker uh, podcasting platform, we're there as well. Uh, all the ways to subscribe are over on the website, so go check it out and help support the show. Uh, music has been provided by Kevin McLeod. You can view his work at incompetech.com. And we'll be back next week when we find out who wins that first America's Care Package and uh, who's going to become a never-have-not for the season. Who is, who is the lucky contestant who uh, who who wins that uh can victor um continue this streak of being unnoticed by the house and uh who's gonna become the next hoh and the first jury member because frank is the last person uh to be evicted that isn't going to jury uh so from here on out every person who gets evicted gets sent to jury so who is gonna become that first jury member uh, we'll find out next week. But until then, remember, house guests, all eyes are on you.
Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>